start in three, two, one. Hello, welcome to the Let's Talk Sciences Declassified STEM Survival Guide podcast. My name is Audrey. And my name is Ramir. And the goal of this podcast is to talk about the possible career paths one can take in the field of STEM and the challenges one may face in navigating the STEM world. Today's episode is going to be quite different. We have our LTS team here, and we would just like to connect with you guys and allow you guys to learn a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes perhaps inspire you to pursue volunteering and further uh, getting more involved in the team. Yeah, so for those who don't know what Let's Talk Science is, um, briefly, basically, uh, Let's Talk Science, also known as LTS for short, it's a national award-winning outreach program. And basically our main goal is to promote science literacy to youth across Canada. So we do this through fun, hands-on activities presented to students from kindergarten through grade 12 in the classroom and in the community. But now with the current pandemic, uh, all of our outreaches have been online. However, despite this challenge, uh, we were still able to reach out to almost 4,640 youths across not only our city of Winnipeg and across the province of Manitoba, but as well as youth across Canada. So um, we actually want to introduce um, our team to you all. So Ramir, if you would like to do the introduction. Welcome everybody to our uh, podcast episode. I guess we can say this is the last official last of the season. I'd like to mm. introduce each one of our members. Just, I mean, you guys are, you know, you, you're grown, so you can introduce yourself <laughs> you're a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Let's start with the sites. Well, we we already know Audrey. Tell us about yourself, please. Uh, so my name is Audrey, uh, one of the site coordinators for Let's Talk Science at the U of M, co-host of this podcast, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like green, have two cats, got a dog, like reading books, um, like baking. What else? Uh, oh, let's see. I like going on walks to de-stress because right walks. now it's a very stressful time. But yeah. Yeah. So about, about me. Thank you very much. Mika Pinetta, one and only. What about yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Mika, and I'm also one of the site coordinators for the LTS at the University of Manitoba. I've been a site for two years now. So, and like, I enjoy cooking. Not really a big fan of baking, but I cook a lot. <laughs> and then I enjoy reading books. I like, I also like going to walks and riding bikes. And, and yeah, that's pretty much it about me. Do you have a favorite dish? Oh, I love cooking pasta. Like, I kind of like mix and match pasta. Alfredo. Yes. I love Alfredo. Yeah. The white sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mika. And of course, we have another one and only, Gabriela Castro. Tell us about a bit about yourself, please. Okay. Hi, guys. My name is Gabriela Castro. I'm one of the site coordinators for LPS. Um, I've been involved in LTS ever since my first year of university. So my first year I was a volunteer, then second year an assistant coordinator, and third year now I'm a site coordinator. So it's pretty cool. Um, I have a cat. I like to knit. And I have a fraternal twin sister. That's basically the shebang. <laughs> yeah. So they um, look a lot of light. 
yeah tense paternal yeah. no, i'm just kidding we, don't, <laughs> we look nothing alike but um the funny thing is i have an older sister who people say like you look exactly like each other so yeah um, they do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's when a funny I thing met gab and like i've met gab and then when i met danny i just started talking to her like she was gab and she <laughs> was nice but like it was brutal but yeah, yeah she did tell me about that um but yeah this is how it is <laughs> when me and i was supposed to go in an outreach with gab but she said she was sick so she, her sister came with but i thought it was her so i was talking to her like she was gab until she told me that oh yeah i'm not gab so i was like, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. To be honest with you, the first time I met you two, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to differentiate who's Gab or who's Danny. And I was like, okay, I'll just like, you know, say hello, but I don't know who to address. So I was just like, yeah, the thing is, um, yeah. people say that people that have been with us for like a really long time and see the, my three sisters, like all of us together, they say that once you first meet us, me and Danny look like each other, but after a while, me, like, Danny and Maggie start looking like each other. So, oh, yeah, okay. there's that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, but but you guys don't look alike, right? So Yeah, I was just no. like, <laughs> knowing you guys, I feel like it's very easy to tell Gab and Danny apart. Mm-hmm. It's just when you, like, meet them. Yeah, first. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. good to hear for Reba. We've known each other for, like, two years now. So. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> still you should be able to differentiate by now. <laughs> yes, yeah. All right, so... Anyways, thank you, Gab. Or is it Danny? Anyways, no, nah, it's Gab. Just kidding. <laughs> um, for Reba, or our assistant coordinators now, uh, for Reba, please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. So I'm Reba. I was an assistant coordinator this past semester and another semester in the past. Um, yeah, so Let's see, I was not prepared with fun facts, but my summer so far has been very relaxing. I have been going on walks every day, except the past few days, because it's so freaking hot. I've been reading romance books, like a lot. I've started a book club with my friend and we're just, we read like one good one and then one trash, one bad one. Um, Yeah, that's my summer so far. I will pass it on to the next person. Can I just ask a question? What books? Bridgerton? Pardon? Bridgerton? Has anyone? Oh, I have. I watched the. Oh, so good. I watched it too. Okay, I don't want to go on there. (laughs) We're gonna talk about it on and on, but Andre Kamo, or is it Kaimo? Well, if we go back to the Philippines, it's Kaimo. But then when I moved here, they gave an accent to it, so it's Kamo. So either way, doesn't matter. So hi guys, my name is Andre Kamo or Kaimo, wherever you're listening from. I am a. Uh, I was a assistant coordinator and the incoming side coordinator of LTS, kind of pressured actually, because the two sides leaving, Audrey and Gabriella, are amazing. And I don't know how we can, you know, follow in their footsteps. But yeah, um, thing, interesting facts about me. Well, I don't know if it's interesting, but I like sports. I like to work out. But like, since it's COVID, I can't. I just got a squat rack the other day and it was six hundred dollars so um yeah i I, my money is gone yeah and (laughs) another fun fact which is actually hereditary in our family when we watch tv or when you're listening to someone i don't know if you guys have noticed this if we've met each other in real life but we tend to go like this all of us so 
if we're watching a movie or if we're talking to someone and we're listening intently to someone, we all go like this. So if you see us all in a movie, you see a row of people from my mom's side going like this. And I don't know why. I don't so know. Like what your that. analytical I eye. That. I don't I don't know what it is. Like my if not just movie, movies, lectures too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, lectures. <laughs> really? So I feel I feel like profs look at me and be like, why is he like that? Oh actually, if you look at one of the image, someone from Instagram posted a picture of a lecture hall, and you can see me doing that exact face i don't know which club it was but they caught me in the act so yeah that, that's pretty interesting interesting I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> all right thank you for sharing it um we also have of course uh well we also have another member of our team which who is uh, unfortunately not here with us linda uh we we just like to say we miss you and uh we 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 hope that you're having a great time well it's like lockdown right now but you know and she's um, our french assistant coordinator Mm-hmm. And has translated so many outreaches for us. So grateful for her. Oh my goodness. Um, I kind of regret not learning French. French. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty important, guys, because it's the second official language of Canada. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's uh, my turn now. Um, the intro is taking very long, but my name is uh, Ramil Joseph <laughs> Gabriel Tabbing. Um, that's where I got the nickname RJ. That's my bartender name. I uh, used to work as a bartender when before COVID. Uh, interesting fact, I guess that's one. Uh, I played the drums uh, and the, the gu- guitar. And the first song I learned how to play was a, an a OPM song by a band, Filipino band called Parroquia Ni Edgar. Um, hey, what's OPM called- for... Our oh yeah, it's uh, of official Filipino music. I think that's what original, it's original. <laughs> original <Yeah>. <laughs> what? I forgot. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just synonyms, guys. It's synonymous. Anyways, yeah. So I learned this. Uh, it's a song called Guitara, which is the Tagalog of guitar. Um, and it's because I was like heartbroken, and then I was like. You know, it's that's what it was about. It's like they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never between them. So, anyways, example. <clears throat> I'm sick right now, guys. I'm uh, lies, well. and uh, my guitar isn't tuned. You know, so <clears throat> maybe in the next Jesus. season. Oh, <laughs> anyways, we'll move on to the show now. Uh, Audrey. What what would you like to ask these people? All right, so um, we introduced ourselves as site or assistant coordinators, but you probably don't know what the difference is between a site and assistant coordinator. So um, I'll be happy to explain, but I don't know if anyone else wants to explain. Anyone want to take the floor on this? Mika, do you want to explain? She's like the OG, you know? She's she's been the site coordinator for three years. Almost, yeah, three years. I think so. it's only right. It's <laughs> only right for me to explain the difference. Oh, it's going three yeah. years. So um, yeah. I would say the main difference, so site coordinators are like pretty much the, per, the people in charge. So there's three sites and typically assistant coordinators. So we have four to five assistant coordinators, depending on how many we recruit over the summer. And then if we need to, we also like get some assistant coordinators 
like exclusively for winter term or like just fall term. So I would say like the big difference between the two sites, the sites and assistant is that sites has a little bit more responsibility in, in terms of administrative stuff. So let's say logging in CCR hours or like CCR recognition, um, talking to national office people, like coordinating with them, introducing to them, like if there's a new additional to the team or any um, challenges that we might have, then we like site coordinators are pretty much the people who first and foremost try to resolve that. And then assistants are, I would say there's like, see, I, I, I would say there's not really a huge difference between assistants and site in terms of even the workload. Because like assistants, they are pretty much able to do as much as as much work as what we do aside. So taking on outreach, creating or um, hosting a specific symposium or specific event. So so yeah, but I pretty much like the big difference is just like there's a little bit more responsibility for sites. And we get to like kind of like decide more on bigger things. But at the same but at the same time, all the decisions that we make are kind of like a collective efforts of everyone. If that makes sense. So, and I'm not sure if Gabriella or Audrey would like to add to that. I agree. I agree. And for just one more thing, like you mentioned CCR. Um, for those who don't know what CCR is, uh, it's co-curricular record. So basically it's yes. a record of all of the, I guess, volunteer work you've done um, as extracurriculars on campus. And so if you're applying for a job, um, I guess they like, it's like an official document of like all the hours you've done. Um, and so it's really great to have on your resume for if you're applying for a job. So for those who don't know, but yeah, I agree with, with Nika. She pretty much summed everything up. I don't know if Gav wants to add. Um, I guess I'll just say that a lot of the things that you don't think about when it comes to LTS, the sites do. So for example, like budgeting and money. So um, there I say all of the not so fun stuff, you know, like we kind of handle that. Um, but I mean, like sites and assistants have like equal freedom to do whatever they want to do. So um, a lot of our symposiums are run or like headed by assistant coordinators and they're, they're able to like produce the same quality as sites would. So it's really, there's really not much difference. It's just, yeah, exactly. Responsibilities, like Nika said. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think it's just uh, another way to think of it is like the sites are, have, um, are more connected with the administration and like the faculty of science or something like that. And then assistants will do, you know, most of the things that sites do except for the communications with the administration and assist the site coordinators so yeah thank you for uh telling us that and uh, hopefully that you know inspires our volunteers to well it just gives you some insight on uh, what we do yes yes yeah. for sure and uh furthermore on what we do right mm -hmm. what about our outreaches how do we planet what what do we really do what goes on guys because like it just seems like you know the kits just appear somewhere and then all of a sudden oh look it's an event what, what really goes down anyone can take this question 
Um, can start it off. Oh, sorry. Actually, go ahead. No hurry, but go ahead. I just yeah. talked. So. <laughs> I was just going to say that um, it starts off with a lot of emails. Like, I think that's like our, like, True. I think for LTS, half my work is just like emailing people. Yeah. And totally so agree. It, it can be a little frustrating, not frustrating, but like there are challenges associated with it and like having that communication. And so I think that's probably, but then once like everything's set in stone, then it's a lot, at least personally, I find it a lot more doable. Cause then I'm like, okay, I can order this and I can, but just like emailing back and forth and waiting for certain things to get done and educators, I don't blame them. I know they must be very busy. Um, that's kind of what I associate with like organizing an event. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's just like, oh, sorry, Andre, just one yeah, thing. I think it's like, it could be frustrating, but I think it's because of the, like the COVID restrictions and stuff like that. It's more difficult to uh, communicate with our educators. So yeah, I think that's why, you know, you can think of it that way too, because of given the time right now. I agree though. Cause like LTS is so in person and like a sudden shift to online. Like we, we didn't even, we don't have like a protocol for that. So it was, it was basically for us, it was like uh, trial and error for the most part, whichever worked for us, we did. If not, then think of another thing. But for the most part, we were fortunate enough this year to have most of the things we tried out working. So I guess we consider ourselves lucky. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that you pointed out like everything is online. Like I was a volunteer before being a site coordinator. Um, I think since 2017. Uh, so I was a volunteer like for three years and then just like transition into like site coordinator. And it was a little <laughs> intimidating at first because uh, like the first event that was happening, like the big event was like spooky science. So um, that was it was just so much organization. Everything was just, oh, how am I supposed to deliver these kits? You know, which um, like activities should be included? Uh, how are we going to accommodate all of these students? Uh, I think at one point, like our, you know, everyone knows this, like our registration form was like booked so quickly within like three days um, that we were like, okay, we can't do all of these like 35 live sessions in a week. So we had to like sort of transition into like on-demand videos. So yeah, it has a lot of preparation um, in terms of big events. Also just, I guess, coordinating like all the roles to each specific person. So grateful for this team because everyone sort of pulls through and like if a job needs to be done, like someone is willing to volunteer and do the job. Um, so just shout out to everybody on this team. I'm so grateful. Um, and also Rochelle, she's not with us today as well. She was um, one of our assistant coordinators in the fall term. Um, but yeah, like, but it all comes together in the end and it, it, yeah. all that hard work pays off and seeing the kids' faces and like the on the outreaches and and yeah. sharing like how excited they are it's really fun but it's just as fulfilling as if it was yeah fun. yeah mm -hmm. and also i mean we mentioned this but we uh reached out to what where is the number four thousand four thousand six hundred i think it's four thousand six hundred thirty nine and i just rounded it up oh, to four hundred six hundred forty yeah i found it right there. 
Yeah. So we mm-hmm. so we still reached out to somehow, you know, four thousand six hundred forty. Mm-hmm. youths uh, uh via online so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. really yeah. proud of that and may i add Definitely. we are you know our site is like i don't know if it's the first to to do everything because no, there was last year too right yeah yeah but we did pretty i think well, we are so. one of the first sites i'm not sure if we are like the first first but we're definitely like one of the first few ones who, who started doing um online outreaches so like i totally agree with you guys what in terms of, of like what goes into planning what goes into like what's the process like in terms of creating an outreach booking an event it's definitely different um being able to experience like an in-person kind of like environment as my during my first year as a site versus my second year this time which is like everything's just online i thought i was prepared but who was prepared for this whole covid thing right so even myself like i would say that i find that the virtual outreach uh requires more planning requires more time to coordinate to organize you know because like emails are definitely top of the list you know like whether it's in person or or virtual it's always like especially this is what we always say say especially if you're a new site or a new assistant there are times that like the answering emails part feels like a never-ending job you know like you kind of like have this feeling oh i need to answer the emails right away kind of thing and even me as a site and when i was an assistant before that was me like they're like i would spend hours answering emails taking on outreaches and and yeah i I would say it's the same thing with the virtual outreach but then in in terms of planning we needed more time to organize our stuff for virtual outreaches you know like because before when we have a kit when we have an outreach we prepare the kit and we don't need to package things you just give it to the volunteers send them the manuals and they go to the classrooms but this year I find that packing the individual kits, like let's say for 30 students or like for bigger events, there's like 600 of them with three different kits. It's just, it's definitely a lot of, a lot more work. And, you know, like even with the manuals, like I feel like we went into much more detail with the manuals. Like there's like more scripts this year, more presentations that we need to create, but yeah. I mean, it works out. <laughs> it works out at the end. It's a, it's like a whole, like a huge experiment for us. You know, like the whole trial and error thing. Like starting from September where we're kind of like, oh, how do we approach this? And then just when we were starting to get used to our system, our situation here changes from like orange to red, to red code. So those kind of challenges too are things that we had to face. <laughs> and yeah. But we did it, guys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, so yeah, that's kind of what goes on. Oh, and uh, of course, we we order the stuff. So usually, um, we would just package all the kits uh, in the office in uh, at U of M, right? But now, uh, I'm sure there's like a a better way to do it. But we each ordered, <laughs> like, I mean, I know I ordered some stuff and it's from yeah. amazon so it comes in like a bulk right so now i have like two boxes of unused uh craft sticks or like i don't know i thought i think about it as a popsicle stick like <laughs> yeah, i just don't know why I but yeah yeah and i have a whole box of 
I still have like oil here too, like canola oil for the vacuum tubes and the oh my uh, lava lamps. So so many falcon tubes yeah. in my house. My room is like half LTS storage room, half my desk, <laughs> and a little bit of like bedroom <laughs> kind of thing, you know? It's pretty much like yeah. LTS storage room, honest. I, I just have like so many boxes too. I don't know. It's just like a pile of like cardboard boxes and I don't know what to do with them. But yeah. Yeah, my Actually, mom even at I some had, point um, was like, awesome. Yeah. I had extra oil lying around my house that I did not get reimbursed yet. And my mom was making fried chicken and she didn't have enough oil. So she just took it from downstairs. I was like, oh, I need that for like lava labs. But good thing I, I haven't gotten it reimbursed yet. Uh, so yeah, it comes in handy too. <laughs> I, that happened to me also, <laughs> actually. So remember when I said I have two jugs of oil, now I only have one jug because like we used the one jug. <laughs> I didn't get reimbursed either. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, that's that's our oil, I guess. So It's okay. But yeah, guys, that's that's kind of the behind the scenes. Uh, where are we going from here, Audrey? I don't know. I'm not sure. So you draw a name, you're asking them a question, which they don't know what the question is. So it's like, I guess, secret in a way. <laughs> Let me grab my notebook of questions. It's empty because I was getting off course. It's everything is like <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> but anyways, my question for you, Andre, is why have you done what you have done? And why do you do what you do? Like as in... What's, it's basically like, what's your motto like? Noah Centineo? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so kind of a broad question because I have so much to say, really. Really?